Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. It's the Capitals and the Coyotes tonight in Tempe. Alexei Protus recalled from Hershey. He's available to play tonight. And Coyotes TV play-by-play man Matt McConnell will preview tonight's opponents. Good morning, everybody. Today is Thursday, January 19th. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. Presented by Clear, the faster way in a Capital One arena. Good morning from the Valley of the Sun as the Capitals tonight begin a three-game Western swing against the Arizona Coyotes at 9 Eastern. The geographically challenging trio of games continues Saturday in Las Vegas before concluding in Denver on Tuesday night. Tonight's game will be the first time the Caps play at Mullet Arena, a stopgap measure for the Coyotes after they couldn't reach a lease agreement at Gila River Arena in Glendale. Last February, the Coyotes announced a partnership with Arizona State University to play games at the university's new multi-purpose facility, which opened this past fall. Arizona will play its home games at the 5,000-seat facility for the next three seasons at least, while Tempe looks to approve a plan for a new NHL facility in the west end of the city. The Tempe City Council unanimously approved the Coyotes' plan for a new arena at 16,000 seats plus a surrounding entertainment complex. The final step in the process to make it all official will be a voter referendum on May 16th. If the referendum passes, the new arena moves forward. In the meantime, the Capitals and the rest of the teams in the NHL visiting Arizona will play in what is far and away the smallest arena in the NHL. It's going to be a cozy atmosphere tonight for the Capitals and the Coyotes. Arizona tonight looking to sweep the two-game season series against Washington. They won 2-0 at Capital One Arena back on November 10th. For more on tonight's opponent this morning, here's Ben's Chats with Coyotes TV broadcaster Matt McConnell. I'll lead you off the bat with the building, with Mullet Arena. First time the Capitals are in Tempe. There's a novelty factor. There's a curiosity factor from a Caps perspective. I wonder from your perspective, Matt, about halfway through the season now, if the novelty has worn off on your end, is this still a unique experience? What has year one at Mullet Arena been like for yourself and organizationally as the Coyotes continue to adjust. It's been fun. We wondered if it would be a novelty. Would it you know, wear off in the middle of the year? Would we get tired of it? Would we get into the second year and say, geez, you know, this, this isn't fun anymore? I don't think that's going to happen. It, it's I tell everybody that comes into the building, it, it's almost, if you remember the movie Mystery Alaska, it almost has a mystery Alaska feel to it. Because if you remember in the movie, the New York Rangers go up to go up to Alaska, right? The original six New York Rangers, and they play outdoor games against, you know, a couple of teams from Alaska. And it's kind of a fairy tale story. And it's kind of the same when you're sitting there waiting for warmups to begin. And then all of a sudden you look across the ice and the Rangers are coming out of the tunnel or the Boston Bruins or the Montreal Canadiens or the Detroit Red Wings, uh, you know, just a, a tremendous franchise. So it, it, there's a little bit of that, but from a broadcasting standpoint, Ben, we're 13 rows off the ice. And, and John, 
is, is going to be right above us. And in fact, radio might actually have a better angle of the ice than television does. So it is, it's spectacular. You know, there's a lot of interaction with the fans because they walk right behind you on the concourse. And, and it's just been a lot of fun. The atmosphere is great. It's been loud. The, the ceiling is low. It's packed. It makes a lot of noise. It's it's just been fun. And and honestly, I think the Coyotes have caught a few teams off guard coming in there, not really knowing what to expect and kind of jumping on them. And they've, they've done that. You know, they've beaten some good teams, Colorado and Toronto and Los Angeles, to name a few. So it's 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 been a lot of fun. And no, the, the novelty hasn't worn off yet anyways. One more on the building tied it into the on-ice product you referenced the home wins over such teams as Colorado, Toronto, Boston, an above 500 record at home for the Coyotes compared to well below 500 on the road. How do you explain such a large discrepancy? Discrepancy may be to be expected, but such a, a discrepancy to that extent, how have they been able to use the home building, the home ice to their advantage so far this year? Well, they, they call it mullet magic. You know, if you look at the record, it's not, you know, it's not like they've gone 10, 1, and 2 on home ice, but they, they are well over 500. And, and that's significant for a team that overall is well below 500. I don't know. I, I think maybe it, it's just new surroundings. Maybe we've caught a few teams off guard a little bit. But the one thing that I want to see is, is when we start to see teams in the Western Conference go through the mullet for the second time mm-hmm. to see what, you know, what it's like for them and, and, and how they've adjusted and how they've reacted. But, um, you know, the boards, you know, little things like, you know, the boards at the mullet are very lively. The Coyotes have used a, a few set plays uh, on occasion. Uh, to try to take advantage of that. So um, I, I just think I think hockey players and athletes in general, Ben, are just creatures of habit, right? They're used to their cadence. They're used to going to the same arena. And maybe this one throws them a little bit of a curveball. I'm not sure. Um, I, I think when the game gets going, I don't think the size has anything to do with it because, you know, as a hockey player, you're you're tracking pucks and you're here in the crowd and it's not like you're looking up to to the second level or the third level. It's it's you know, it's none of that. But for some reason, the Coyotes have, have just been able to jump on on teams that have come in here and, and have done well on home ice. And so what's next here? This is a temporary home for the Coyotes for at least a few years. They look to eventually build a new arena, an entertainment district is the terminology in Tempe. It's been approved by city council. Yes, it now goes to vote from residents. Is that is that next? Yeah, there's a referendum in May. It'll be on the May ballot. It was unanimously approved by the Tempe City Council several weeks ago. So we wait and we wait to see if um, if it gets approved. And it would actually be built about a mile and a half west of the mullet. So we're excited. We're excited to see what what comes of it. And hopefully, um, you know, hopefully everything goes through and and the team is here to stay for for many, many years to come. To that point, one more on that. Is it a case of being a rubber stamp situation? Is this a formality or is there some anxiety attached to the citizens vote in May? Well, I guess anytime you go to a vote, there's, you know, maybe a little bit of anxiety. But um, I think everybody is hopeful. It's been very positive. I think the fact that the city council, you know, voted unanimously to all the deal points, seven to nothing, that's great. But again, it it's up to the voters and we'll we'll wait and see what happens. But um, you know, hopefully we'll be able to move on from it and, you know, have one of the best entertainment districts privately funded, by the way, uh, that the city and the state of Arizona has ever seen. All right. On the ice, looking ahead to tonight's game, again, coyotes on the outside of a playoff position. When they're at their best, though, Matt. 
what do the Coyotes do well? What are the Capitals going to have to be aware of coming into tonight? And conversely, when they have come up short this season, what could have been better from an Arizona perspective? Well, Ben, I think the biggest issue for the Coyotes, especially during the the nine-game losing streak, which ended on Tuesday night, I I think the biggest problem was just their ability to score. They have really, really been searching for their offense, and they're a team that doesn't shoot the puck a lot. You know, that's something that my partner on the air, Tyson Ash, and I talk about all the time. They average about 25 shots per game, and that's dead last in the NHL. And we'd certainly like them to shoot the puck more, if if nothing more, to, to get pucks on net and try to create rebounds. Early on in the season, they had very, very good special teams. Their power play and penalty kill combined uh, was well over the 100 mark, which everybody you know seems to use as that line of demarcation of going from you know maybe an average power play or penalty kill to a very good power play penalty kill combo that since has taken a nosedive and it's they typically they'll generate a lot of their offense from their blue line guys like Shane Gossisbury and Jacob Chikrin but they have dried up offensively a little bit as well so they've really had to rely on goaltending and things like that but I think I think when the Coyotes are playing their best they're they're hunting down pucks they're they're aggressive in their forecheck they were a top five team for the first half of the year well for about the first 30 games I should say in terms of defending the rush if you look at the analytics they were very good in that regard but the problem is 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 it's not when they get the puck in the offensive zone they're pretty good at cycling and they're pretty good at, at setting up opportunities the problem is getting the puck out of the defensive zone, and that's kind of been a theme all season long. Uh, so what teams have been doing a lot lately is just you know funneling pucks to the net and and trying to uh, trying to get the goaltenders to move left to right. But um, I think tomorrow when you've got eight on the ice and you've got a real good Capitals team and a team that has certainly been elite for a long time, I think it'll give them additional motivation to um, really try to shore up their defensive side of the game. And hopefully, you know, that line of Barrett Hayton, Nick Schmaltz and Clayton Keller from a Coyotes perspective will be able to, uh, you know, generate some offense. There's your scouting report on tonight's opponent. The Capitals going to play five of their next six on the road leading up to the All-Star break. And perhaps that's a good thing. Entering play tonight here in Tempe, Washington has won eight of its last nine away from home, outscoring the opposition 39-20 to in that span. Even with four losses in the last six, the Capitals still 17-7-3 in their last 27, dating back to November 23rd. Caps still holding down the first wildcard spot in the East this morning at 54 points and a record of 24-17-6. Team officially recalled Alexei Protus yesterday morning before heading west. He played five games in the American Hockey League with Hershey. He's once again available tonight with Nick Dowd, not expected to play on the trip. It's the Capitals and the Arizona Coyotes tonight at 9, 845 air from Tempe on 1067 A Fan and Caps Radio 24-7, heard at CapsRadio247.com. Have a great Thursday, everybody. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Cap! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com. Or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.